0: hello guys welcome happy memorial day um thank you to all those who gave the ultimate sacrifice um actually it's pretty ironic because we didn't plan this i'm wearing a red polo he's wearing a blue shirt now if we just had marty here wearing like a white shirt this would have been perfect <laughs> um we would have been fully patriotic today but of course marty's not on this show um but man that would have been pretty cool um,
1: yeah, it would have been. It would be I'd cool see. to have him on a
0: show once in a while. but Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I'd certainly love to have him and get his aspect on some things, but, you know, maybe we'll have him as a guest one of these days for, like, the second half of the show or something, um, you know, and kind of get him to weigh his opinions or something. We'll figure something out. We got time, obviously. I'd love to get to a point where we can get guests on the show, but um gotta, yeah, cool. we got to grow the viewership and that starts with you guys that are listening and watching right now and you know be sure to share it obviously um and as we're recording actually it is also Indy 500 day it's one of the biggest racing days um in the U.S. or actually the, one of the biggest motorsports days of the year um so I'm going to do a shameless plug before we begin by saying please go check out Out of Turn 4 from last night. Um, That's a special edition episode. Um, We covered the Indy 500, um, you know, and we also gave our picks for Monaco. Even though I hate Monaco and I hate F1, um, Jason saw those texts earlier, I'm sure. um, Yeah, I did. we're trying to persuade one of our friends to be an IndyCar fan. Or at least I am. Jason doesn't care. So it's
1: I mean, I've seen the Indy 500. Yeah, yeah. But... Before. I'm not saying that I have and I just... I, I can't get behind it. Well, if, yeah. if, if you're
0: going to get into any racing, and I know this isn't out of turn four, but if you're going to get to any racing, IndyCar is the way to go. That's all I'm going to say. To anyone who's listening who doesn't watch out of turn four, IndyCar is the way to go. But I'm um, into that. No final bell, I'm sure, has something some fun stuff coming up, too. Um, we'll, yeah. co- of course, um, ask you what's coming up on that show later. Um, but let's get to this show. Let's focus here because we're getting derailed pretty quick. Um, I'll start with my takeaways here, and I want to talk about Oak Hill Country Club and the PGA Championship. Uh, Brooks Kepka, he wins his third in the last six years um you know congratulations to Brooks Kepka, of course he's one of the best in the world it's his you know again three PGA championships in the last six years um is nothing to sneeze at you know seeing that they change courses every year um but the biggest story and of course I was actually at a kid's birthday party and just happened to scroll and see this video Michael Block of course a fan favorite um made a hole in one On the final day. And it was like a straight shot. It went off the tee and right into the cup. That's crazy. I mean, that's fucking wild, man. Um, I was watching it. Like I said, I was watching it on Twitter after, and I'm like, oh my god, he did not just hit that. And with the flag in, too, because, you know, I, I tried putting with the flag in, and it's not easy.
1: So... Uh, that's Um, what they're professionals for man they've been doing that for years
0: give that man i know he didn't win the pga championship but give that man a rate give him a bonus of some sort
1: give that man some milk
0: (laughs) maybe some milk but definitely a bonus he deserves a (laughs) bonus so um congratulations to brooks kepka and michael block just thumbs up right there great job um and i gotta say before i go to my next point man It was great having the PGA here. It was great having all the people here for it. And even better, again, I still saw so many PGA, you know, posts from local businesses. uh, These uh, golfers coming in and, you know, checking out our local businesses. Yeah, Um, the
1: local businesses definitely um, succeeded the best out
0: of everything because of it. And, you know... And, you know, last show I ended with, I challenged these golfers to go do it, to, you know, go check out these local businesses. And normally I'm not a fan of photo ops, but, you know, when you see it on your social media, like they were at Iron Smoke Distillery or, you know, um, oh man, um, they were at like McGregor's. I'm just throwing random restaurants out there, but. When you see that they're at the local bars and the local scenes like that, it's just, you know, it's like, wow, cool. Like, I wish I was in that place right now. Right. So, um, the Panthers finally got somewhere they wished they could be. After years of looking like frauds, On um, the, the uh, Florida Panthers have advanced to the Stanley Cup. Um, sweeping the Carolina Hurricanes um, unbelievable Um, this was not what I expected to happen I'm not gonna lie Um, Carolina of course was the best team remaining Uh, Borowski you know was in net for Florida just played incredible um, and of course that was a sweep Um, but now um, the Panthers await the winner of Vegas and Dallas who are um, playing, they were playing last night. We don't have the update, of course, because we're not live, um, but, um, Vegas could seal the deal as of last night. They're up three to one on Dallas. Um, this is shaping up to be kind of a weird Stanley cup.
1: I don't want to like, kind of like compare it to another sport, but it kind of seems like what's going on with NBA, the Nuggets. Of course we'll talk about that, you know, with the Western Conference Finals where it was a sweep. And now the Eastern Conference Finals is like, whoa, you know, that, that one's still going, and that one's a lot mm. more competitive. While the West team is kinda of like, all right, we'll just set back over margaritas and yeah. and just wait for the next team. That's what it kind of feels like there. Panthers are more more so ready. They're like, Hey, battle out, we'll be ready for whoever wins.
0: <laughs> yeah. So It'll be interesting, um, you know. Of course, um, I'll have my thoughts on the Celtics and the Heat series later on as well. But man, it's looking like Vegas could be going to another Stanley Cup. In um, this time with um, everybody, or this time with the seven one six and the five eight five's least favorite hockey player and Jack Eichel. <laughs> um, so, um. I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of Sabres fans going for the Florida Panthers and a lot of uh, New Yorkers really
1: going for the Florida Panthers. Probably, but. So, you know, it's Yeah, who's to say that he doesn't win one? It'd be like, you know, a big F you to all the Sabres organization and fans to be like, oh, you guys didn't believe in me and all the other stuff. Now I went and won it all and you still. Or you held held me
0: back, you know, that's more what it would be. You held me back all these years, and finally I'm getting to showcase why I'm the best, you know. Um, Why I
1: was chosen as high as I was, yeah. Yeah, but
0: it would be crazy, though, because, you know, um, of course, Jack Eichel was a part of that draft that was, you know. um, Also, Connor McDavid, you know, those two, without question, franchise-changing players, And I think just based on the trajectory the last few years, everybody expected that uh, Connor McDavid was going to be that guy that won a cup before uh, Jack Eichel. And now it appears the turns have tabled or the tables have turned, you know, whichever you prefer in terms of that statement, that was an intentional slip up. Um, But, man, it could be wild if, you know, Jack Eichel wins one before Uh, mcdavid so uh, possibility Mm -hmm. time will tell but staying on the hockey side man i actually almost i actually did get an invite to go to this game that's happening as we're recording and thankfully um well not thankfully i did want to go real bad um one of my friends had an extra ticket i got asked to go um jason would have been taping by himself if it wasn't for me saying no um because While you guys are watching this, I'll be five hours into my shift and probably hating life, but, (laughs) um, you know, the Amherst play Hershey, um, the series is tied right now 1-1, but man, after game one, I thought this series was going to go in the Americs favor. I mean, just that, that game was just total domination. Like, it was just one-sided, like, bitch slap in the first game. And then Hershey comes back and just shuts us out in game number two, um, game and, three, you know. in Hershey, too. Yeah, and we watched oh, that. We were at two. the bar.
1: Uh, yeah, and then the next two games are going to be in Rochester, I would assume. Mm-hmm.
0: Tonight right? and Monday.
1: First two, were, first two were in Hershey, then game three, four in Rochester. Five in possible yes, five and Hershey, because you know there is going to be a game five because Hershey forced a game five. Um, possibly game six in Rochester in the last game would be in Hershey, because Hershey, I think, has the be- better seat, better record than Rochester does. So it'll be interesting to see if Rochester can do it, do it on you know, unspeakable and actually get to the Calder Cup, Finals and possibly compete for one, but it seems like Hershey might actually be their true test. The team that might actually, you know, have to take a lot of, you know, playing and defense just to be able to get past because right now the Amherst are like, well, it doesn't seem like, you know, it seemed like Mm -hmm. heading into Eastern Conference Finals was almost. I wouldn't say really a cakewalk, but almost a cakewalk for the Amherst. Now it's like, I mean, the true test begins. Well, let's be fair. The first round seemed pretty.
0: um, It seemed like Syracuse was going to move on. Okay, I mean, Syracuse was up two zip. They should have easily advanced. And then, of course, the Amherst went on and swept um, you after know, that Toronto. So they Mm -hmm. had to win five straight games. They won six straight games going into Hershey for game number two. And, um, man, it just looked like, again, game one, I thought, man, the Amherst could win this in five, the way they're playing. Um, But it looks like Hershey's figured out something. Um, We'll see. Of course, the Amherst are going to have a sold-out crowd Saturday. They had a sold-out crowd last night for the game. Um, So... Man, I'm telling you, like, I'm debating, like, it's too bad we got a barbecue on Monday night because I'd be there tonight, you know, or I'd be there Monday night even. um, You know, and actually, here's the pictures, man. There are pictures of it being a sold-out
1: crowd. um, Man. This, this team has people believing, getting, yeah. you know, people actually into the Blue Cross arena, which unfortunately for us Rochester people it doesn't really get out a, a lot of people and it, even for concerts really I mean unless it's yeah. like somebody really big and huge that, mm. that arena just, if, if Emmerichs can really start being good and yeah. even during the regular season too and get well, the crowds, I, I think that might be a good thing for Rochester going forward.
0: Yeah, mind you, this is the like, s- second year like, they've really been surprising. They've been successful. So I can imagine next year the crowds are going to be a lot bigger for Amherst games.
1: Probably will. It would be nice because that, that arena needs the capacity. It really does. It needs the people to be mm-hmm. able to show up and believe in any of the events that happen yeah. there because it just, it doesn't draw the crowds. Even for AEW and WWE, it just doesn't draw the crowds like it should be. And it's sad. Yeah. I will say um, though,
0: what'll be interesting is keep in mind the Red Wings play Monday as well. Um mm-hmm. So man, if you live in Rochester, this is just going to be, man, I, I think you're going to need that like doctor's note on why you didn't go to the family barbecue
1: on <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> They should postpone that Red Wings game because more people—they no. they would have to know that more people are going to be there for that. See, the the Amricks more than the Red Wings, but, see, but that's okay. They... But see, it's
0: Memorial Day. Everyone wants to go to baseball. Um, you know, I think this game should have been Tuesday night. Uh, maybe you and I can get like an excuse to not go to this barbecue on Monday night and say, hey, we're going to the Red Wings. <laughs> And we're going to go get garbage plates and Nick Tahoe's and then we're going to go to the Amherst game. Right. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. We're not doing that. We invested too much in this. Um, yeah. If you don't did. know anything about our parties, um, we go pretty wild. Okay. We spend, we, 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 we put together a big fucking dish. Okay. That's oh, what yeah. I'll say. Um, it's sort of like the Italian, you know, uh, snack table there. But it's more like the American, like barbecue, you know, switch out the pasta for American barbecue. Right. <laughs> so that's about what it is. Um, but again, we look forward to that and we hope you guys look forward to your barbecues as well and whatever you have going on. Um, right. Well, I get to look forward now to what Jason has to say about the NBA, even though I don't like the NBA. <laughs>
1: I mean, there's still some good things that you can talk about because, I mean, there you know, the one topic that I talk about, you, you, you know about him, you know, from college and also NBA and then also the one other player. But uh, the first takeaway, this one was a little bit of a shocker, to be honest with you, especially, you know, with the one team had to fight and scratch and crawl and beat... The Golden State Warriors I mean come on now like and then and then they go into the Western Conference Finals and they get swept (laughs) the Denver Nuggets finally 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 get to the uh, the NBA finals for the first time in franchise history and you know who they swept to get there the LeBron James and Anthony Davis led Los Angeles Lakers and by the way, apparently the sweat, the sweep left a sour taste to in LeBron's uh, mouth because now he doesn't even know if he's going to be back with the Lakers in 2023, 2024 and also considering retirement. Oh, come on. He's not going to retire until his son plays.
0: Let's, let's face it. That's first off, I want to say. And number two. The Lakers have nothing to be ashamed about in this run, okay? They were an eight seed. They were a team that had to play their way in um, Mm -hmm. in this uh, bullshit uh, play-in system, which I'll digress from. So, in a way, they went way further than anybody ever expected them to.
1: If you want to say something, I tell you what, I give a lot of credit to these play-in teams this year. Because they shocked the hell out of me. I didn't think that one day we were going to even get to the playoffs. Let alone getting as far as they did. I mean, both teams were in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. One is still fighting to survive to try to get to the finals, where the other one got swept. I mean, yeah, you know, getting swept as the second time this happened in LeBron's career. It does leave a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth because you're like, you know, we can get this done, and then you just nope, mm-hmm. losing four. Man, that—that's—that's that's rough for a team that, you know, had the firepower, beat the NBA champions, and they get swept by the Nuggets. Like, that's that's crazy to think about. Um, and again,
0: but, I mean, but what I'm going to say is because they're sweeping, or, or they were a play-in team, you know, hmm. there's no shame in getting swept in the Eastern Conference Finals because there are people that are going to say they should have been swept in the first
1: round. Probably, but honestly, who was who was the team that they played? Who was the second seed in the West? Um, I don't know. They just shocked a lot of teams and a lot of people this year, and honestly, I mean, they can't be mad about it.
0: But I'll say this as well: Don't you know? People got to stop knocking LeBron because he gets t- he gets more out of these teams than mm-hmm. there ever should be. Much right. like I say about Eric Spolstra, but LeBron just just as much can be said about him in this case because, you know, he led this team that was had no business even being
1: in the playoffs
0: See, to now this a conference final. LeBron,
1: this statement is true about him not wanting to come back to the Lakers. It just sounds like you're just giving up and you're going to, like, go off and go to another team and, and, and then what? Well, you could go back to Cleveland, go back to Miami, go to a winning See, culture. Like It just sounds like you're giving up and going to a winning culture instead of taking the chance and trying to like make things work with the organization that he with. That's the one thing that I don't like about LeBron is that he's not willing to like stay with a team when they're not doing successful, not getting to the thing. I get it. You won the championship in 2020 and stuff like that. You could have gone back to the finals and competed for another championship. The second one in, what, four years? Um, Well, let me say that I don't defend
0: this, obviously, and you know very damn well I don't defend, you know, team hopping to get to championships. But look at LeBron. He's in his late 30s. You know, how many more opportunities is he going to get out of this? That's why I say
1: that Considering retirement, it wouldn't really shock See, me. I get it. He's—you might say that he might not, but like at this point, you've done enough in your career. You got four championships. You've done en- enough. I get it. You want to play with your son, but honestly, just yeah. just retire. See, like you got nothing more to give. You got nothing more to prove. You've done everything that you yeah. need to do in the NBA. You're the number one top scorer in the NBA. Just retire. You're already a Hall of Famer.
0: You're a guaranteed Hall of Famer. I agree with you on that. He's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. To me, he's a guaranteed top five player in the NBA history, okay? And, you know, and I know there are people that just, it, it's a hard-to-swallow pill for a lot of people, but it's the truth, okay? If you're denying that he's a top five player in NBA history, you're, you've I are mean, you got to be having, like, blinders the on at this point. Right love him or hate him he's top five and that's just not even up for a debate
1: see i love i mean i i gave him a lot of crap especially in his time in miami because i really think that he got carried by lebron by d wade and, and bosh but mm-hmm. after he went to cleveland and won the championship and then won it with the lakers it's like i don't know if i can discredit him because he won two where he had to like lead a team but you, you, I, I know that you're a Heat fan, and you probably disagree with me, but I feel like he kind of got carried by the two other guys in Miami where in Cleveland and Los Angeles, uh. he kind of had to be the one that carried the teams. I mean, I get that he had a lot it of was, say to what me, happened.
0: To me, though, it was a fair balance. I think there were days that Wade carried the team – I think you can equally say there was just as many days where LeBron had to carry the team. And right. the last finals that he was with Miami for, you can't deny this, he was the man carrying them. Nobody else around him gave any help. What, in, oh, in 2014? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, nobody helped him that
1: season. The, I, the year that, that they team, lost to the Spurs. That team, that year, okay. of course that was the year before he went back to Cleveland, I, I won't will, I will, Admit that yeah, his team gave up on him. Yeah. He he wanted to say like, hey, follow my lead, and then everybody's like, no, now nope.
0: As, now, as far as up. like the one before that, where Ray Allen hit the shot, Ray Allen saved his ass. Plain oh, and yeah. simple, Ray Allen saved his ass. That changed the whole yeah. complexity of the series. And you know, if you know off topic, but I will say that I think Ray Allen in his prime as a better three-point shooter than Steph Curry ever
1: will be, so. I agree, even though, yeah, Steph has the and most you, three-point NBA history. And mind you, NBA,
0: mind you, all Ray stuff Allen, stuff. mind you, Ray Allen went out on the top of his game. Okay, Ray he Allen is, was still very much on the top of his game when he retired.
1: Right, and I agree. Well. Uh, speaking of somebody that just retired... Carmelo Anthony has announced his retirement from the NBA after 19 years. Um, uh, Three-time Olympic gold medalist, a 10-time NBA All-Star, a six-time All-NBA selections. Uh, He has scored the ninth most points in NBA history. Uh, He was a 2013 scoring champion and also a member of the NBA 75th anniversary team. Um, I tell you what, yeah, he might not have won a ring, but I think he has done enough in his career to muster a Hall of Fame induction. He's going to be, there's no question. Because if Jason, you know, even though Jason Kidd did win a ring, but if if guys like, if, if Steve Nash, who hasn't won a ring, could be a Hall of Famer, and I think he is in the Hall of Fame now, then why not Carmelo Anthony? Not saying that they'll throw any of there... game, but
0: but why does it have to be an emphasis on rings
1: in this it case? Doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. He's done enough in this career. I mean, even look at that. Look, Not a lot of people are going to say that they've won three Olympic gold medals. I will say, That's
0: crazy. I will say for Carmelo Anthony, the early parts of his career were fantastic, but boy, did Father Time get cruel to him.
1: In his later
0: career, of course, you know the last really four or five years, he's been bouncing between teams. Yeah, and it's father time. Father time was cruel to Carmelo Anthony.
1: I agree. Yeah, because he bounced between the Thunder to the Lakers to the um, Blazers, just everywhere. Honestly, like teams were trying to give him a chance, and you thought maybe even this year that Carmelo Anthony could have been. Picked up because he was a free agent, but just I, nobody just mm-hmm. saw him as he wasn't as good as he was, was. No. he was past his prime, unfortunately. Uh, a- and he was one of the last ones of the 2013 what? draft that retired. LeBron's literally the last guy mm-hmm. of that 2003 class that's still mm-hmm. playing, yeah. But Chris LeBron retired in Le- 2003. D. Way was two thousand three retired. Carmelo just another. Well,
0: Chris, Chris Bosch's retirement was just unfortunate, okay? Yeah, you know, yeah it was the Bosch medical was issues. Dead. Yeah. Um, you know, Carmelo was just again, Father Time just really did not play nice with him. And then LeBron, I mean, you see it slowly starting to show. But it's not right. like, you know, It's not like he's jumped, nose-dived off a cliff. You know, he's still easily a top-five player right now. Not just in NBA history, but in the NBA.
1: I say LeBron maybe has another two more years left. Because I know Bronny is committed to USC. I think he's going to play a year. LeBron's going to try anything in his power to play with his son at least one year. And then afterwards retire. I think that's what's going to be the case. I say, LeBron, hear me out. I could be wrong, but I think LeBron's got another two years in the NBA mm. before he said and done. Mm. He'll play until he's 40. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Carmelo, congrats
0: to him, too. I hope, though, he will do a little bit more at Syracuse University now that he's retired. Um, it be know, cool if he could be part of the coaching staff or something like even, that. Not or, even that. It'd be nice if he could be an ambassador to the program, much like a role that Jim Boeheim has taken on now. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that would be pretty cool. Be cool.
1: I, I'm hoping he does something either with NCAA, Syracuse, or something with the NBA. I think that hmm. what's probably going to be his next journey, to be honest with you. But he's done a lot. He's got a lot of accomplishments. I mean, even taken to the, the Knicks to the... The playoffs in 2012 and having a great year when it, you know they had the team that they had. Um, Melo has done a, a lot. I mean, Nuggets, the Knicks, any team he's been on, I think he's made an impact on. Honestly, so uh, great career, Carmelo. Uh, congratulations. Hopefully, retirement will suit you well, and uh, um, you can finally catch up mm-hmm. with being a father and stuff like that. So, congrats. Um, This one, my last takeaway, this one, kind of just like wow. I was not expecting, I was thinking that maybe he could have gotten traded. You know, there was rumors that he might be getting traded during the um, NFL draft. Didn't happen. Then there was a cardinal, like, you know what, we've had enough of him talking bad about the team, wanting to go elsewhere. So mm-hmm. they just up and cut him. I was shocked about that one. This one just happened recently yeah. too. Like as re- as we re- released this on Sunday, this happened like a couple days ago where the Cardinals are like, "Uh-uh, enough. We-, we we can take, you know, tanking and and getting enough, f- you know, maybe possibly the first overall pick." Because now DeAndre Hopkins, who was sitting high and, and being a top-paid player, is n- fortunately got no team right now. He is a, currently an unrestricted free agent, which means that any team can pick him up for a year, two years. Um, he does want to get a contract extension. Uh, but if you're DeAndre Hopkins... And a team comes up and says, we can give you a one-year like I don't know three million dollar contract I feel like you would have to take it yeah I mean I don't think it's about the money I think it's just he wants to play for a good team with a great culture good quarterback good defense great culture I think that's all he wants he, he it doesn't sound like he's all about the money I... and honestly I don't think it's gonna take very long for DeAndre Hopkins to get picked up by a team I don't think it's going to be the Bills,
0: but, yeah, I think it's going to be a good team, you know. I know he's mentioned the Cowboys
1: is really his top destination. I don't, God, but he doesn't s- the Cowboys. I just don't want to hear their fans talking about them getting him, to be honest with you. I like I hearing Skip Bayless. In those colors. I like seeing Skip
0: Bayless remain quiet. That's what I like, you know, so please don't go there. Um, you know, I know he mentioned the Patriots, although that would be the dumbest thing he's ever done in his career because if he wants to play for a winner, the Patriots are not that team right now.
1: Especially since they sound like they're giving up on Mac Jones.
0: <laughs> I I feel like this is gonna be that make or break year for them with
1: him. Um Yeah. You know, um I agree. See, I I just think that maybe DeAndre Hopkins, if he was to say go to the Patriots Probably trying to help them out, but I feel like, like have else, but DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't want to try to be the 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 hero and play hero ball for the Patriots because unfortunately they don't really have that top receiver that yeah. can jump them up, even with getting DeAndre Hopkins. What I see happening is the, you the see, two teams two's... that we see make sense is probably the Chiefs or the Bills. See, and I understand you just said that maybe I don't see him going to the Bills, but we don't know. Yeah. Bills could make a trade Tuesday and then say, oh, yeah, we just signed DeAndre Hopkins. Like, we don't yeah. know. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, any team see, yeah. right now could, like, make a deal for him. See? Contact is Asia and make a deal, like, tomorrow or something it's... like that.
0: If it's a contender, I don't get why the Patriots would be on that list because there's three other teams in that division that are more likely to contend for it than the Patriots. And I mean, like, those three teams are going to throttle New England in terms of the division standings. Um, You know, I think the Jets make sense because, you know, even though they've already got kind of a loaded offense... Um, you know, but Rogers would have the big target like he used to have in Devonte Adams. Um, you know, the Dolphins would make sense, but again, they've got Jalen Waddle right now and they they've
1: got him with everything Tyreke. else that they got going on. I just don't, I don't think he wants to play with a team and no offense to Tua, but I don't think he wants to play with a, te- with a team that's going to remind him like Kyler Murray. He doesn't want to
0: play for a team and then be told, hey, um hey, TY Hilton, go deep. I'm not TY Hilton. Who are you again? Oh, sorry, that's a bad concussion joke. I'll take that one
1: back, but still <laughs> Um uh, Yeah, but the thing is is that I, I think the two quarterbacks that would make the most sense is Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes for for DeAndre Hopkins, somebody that could get a lot of production, see the ball go downfield, get, you know, be that kind of target, because just because of the arm strength that those two men have. Even if he mm-hmm. was to somehow go to the Chargers, too, I mean, like, that would still be a thing, but I just don't think that I'd that's would love happen. it. I'd love I'd, it,
0: but no, I don't see it happening.
1: Like, that's why I think, I think if, if you really want to say anything, maybe maybe the Cowboys, but the thing is, is that Jerry Jones, I, I just—he would be the one that would be crazy enough to get him. That's that's the that's the thing too. So mm. who knows? I, I maybe the Chiefs, Bills, and and Cowboys would be the three teams that might have mm. the best odds to get him. Uh, where could he go next? I don't know. Honestly, it, it, as much as I would like to be biased and say I would love to see him, and buff because you know Von Miller and he's been trying to get him here as much as possible. He was doing the same thing for Odell, but unfortunately didn't happen, but um, mm-hmm. we'll happen the the watch and see. That's all I can say.
0: Yeah, and we'll see, of course. Um, you know, but I think it's good to move on, right? So yeah, let's, um, let's go to Sunday Ticket. Um, of course, we know Sunday Ticket will be available on YouTube TV this year for residential um purposes. Excuse me. So um it was just announced today that Sunday Ticket and um or the NFL and tv have reached a deal to put Sunday Ticket back with DirecTV, but only for bars and hotels. So if you're not willing to pay the $250 plus, you know, a YouTube subscription um or pay the 350 bucks just for the uh NFL package um. Well, now you can go back to your favorite bar and watch it on Direct TV. Um, you know
1: they kind of had in a way. Do make you expect any less something like that? Because it wouldn't be fair to the people that they would have to like buy newer TVs and streaming it, especially if they have older TVs and, and and rather not stream TV and have regular. Um, like direct and cable and stuff like that. So they kind of had to make it like work out, because a lot of people do go to the bars for watching football and mm. having wings and beer and stuff like that. So it kind of makes sense for the bars, but hotels? I'm sorry. I want to know who, what hotel. <laughs> I want to know what hotel has Sunday ticket, because if I'm missing out and not going to the right hotel that has it, then I want to know who must be a non- in the world has Sunday ticket and is a hotel. If it's one of those super fancy ones, let me tell you something. I was at a super fancy one in Boston. Tell you what, they had nothing near Sunday ticket. So that's why I want to know what hotels have Sunday ticket.
0: See, I want that answer too because then, you know, if you and I decide to take a trip or something mid-season or you or I decide to take a trip mid-season, then we'll know what hotel to check into. Um, Yeah, right. You know, it must be, it must be one of those rich people hotels, you know, where you hold your pinky up and you pour your tea into the freaking <laughs> mug there. Um, so clearly it must be too fancy for us poor people on the show, but
1: yeah, one of those five-star um, rest hotels, who
0: knows? But as far as the bars, it's good. I, you know, and I think I meant to talk about this on out of turn four and I was going to this week. Um, before of course I couldn't I just didn't have the energy to do it this week on Tuesday um, I explained at the beginning of out turn four why that was um, but you know we're moving too fast on the whole streaming thing of course um, I will tell you that when I figured out that our game the Bills and the Chargers was going to be on Peacock I was like Um, no, that's a little too soon to be pushing, you know, Peacock.
1: I agree. You know, it's a little too soon. I have Peacock and I will be able to watch it. It's just that the people that don't, now they got to go to the bar that does have Peacock, but a lot of the bars don't even have that. Yeah. It's like. Exactly. Exactly. Want to watch that game for what? Um, saturday on set See, it's uh, not, like not even saturday.
0: yeah but it's now not in
1: bars like, you know if i watch the saturday game if i just have regular cable like i, I can't yeah now, like yeah i See. will agree i hope they do have another channel that they'll have the game on if anybody doesn't i don't hmm. think that you would have to put it on mbc like regular mbc as yeah. well as peacock yeah. because if it's just peacock that's not fair to the people that don't have it and,
0: you know, to the people who are saying, oh, four ninety nine, just pay the 4 you know, get over yourselves. First off, there are people that just can't afford it, number one. And number two, you know, there are people who just don't have the access to it like, you know, you or I do. And, you know, that's just, to me, it's demeaning, you know. I think, you know, streaming is definitely the way of the future and there's no denying it. But we're still, I think, a good five to ten years out before, you know, streaming is sort of the uh, go-to in terms of how you do yeah. things. Um, you know, we got people, you know, we got, I'm sorry to say it, but boomers that just won't cut the cord um, and say, hey, let's go to streaming. Um, no, you know, look.
1: What, I, I can't really talk because I already have. I mean, I just literally. like. Yeah, we have two, obviously. Camera, I could show you my new 58-inch Roku TV mm-hmm. that I just yeah, got. Don't. So, but I, I can't really talk about it. But honestly, um, I, 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 mean, I back in the day, I had DirecTV. I've had um, Time Warner. I've had Spectrum. I've had basic cable. So I get where people are getting at, and it does get a little frustrating mm-hmm. because. I've been there where like I haven't had a whole lot of channels that kind of really watch a, lot, a whole lot of stuff. Well the quality's now, gone like,
0: down. That's the thing with cable and satellite. Quality's gone yeah. down.
1: But honestly, I will say, for something like that, um, I'm kind of grateful that they did it for the bars and the hotels. Um, and I guess it makes sense to have it on the streaming platforms for anybody else uh, outside, because I think you can also do it through YouTube, you got to pay a little bit more, but, yeah. um, there are ways that you can get it. So, I mean, a lot of people do have computers, so they can find a way to be able to get mm-hmm. Sunday tickets through YouTube. So I guess that makes sense Yeah. in, in, in that regard, but, but um, see, as far as like putting games on streaming and nothing else, that's a little too, that's a little too yeah, quick.
0: But see, I mean, and again, YouTube is still a little too soon, which is why I'm glad direct TV worked out this deal. But Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing what works, and the reason I'm not criticizing Amazon Prime is, let's face it, there's a lot of households that have Amazon Prime. Okay, if you don't, you really are living under a rock, you know. Because if you have the Amazon Prime, you know, membership, you know, you get the two-day delivery, you get the, you know, obviously the video, you get everything, but Amazon Music with it, basically, is what it is. Um, So. yeah like amazon music free trial sometimes but yeah but you know you got to pay extra for that which is so stupid but you know and this is coming from a person who does have amazon music um but um yeah so like i said it's just too soon um you know i wanted to talk on out of turn four of course about the xfinity series potential to go full streaming in 2025 but you can't do that with even nascar because it's going to hurt you know viewership it's also going to hurt sponsorship models and you know i think it's going to hurt sponsors it's going to make them not want to go you know to the peacock exclusives to the espn plus exclusive um so i i guess i'll leave it at that in terms of how i feel about you know the streaming
1: aspect of things but I think it's kind of crazy about this man. The yeah, last, yeah, I think the last piece to the puzzle of the super, the last Super Bowl win for the Broncos has officially been cut. So mm-hmm. no more fi- Super Bowl Fifty team is on the current Broncos roster, and it's kind of sad now. Mm-hmm. It didn't take him long to get um, picked up as the Jags. Pick them up, and I think they sent their last kicker to like the Lions or something like that for for a conditional mm-hmm. pick. So, yeah. So, um, interesting news, of course. Not exactly the greatest kicker in the world, but I think it's probably an upgrade for the Jags. See, um, McManus is a good kicker. It's,
0: you know, he's not—he's like middle of the road. I don't think he's top five by any means. Um, it's unfortunate he will no longer be on the Denver Broncos. Of course, the last member of that Super Bowl 50 team. Um, but, you know, he did great for the team. He'll uh, do well for the Jags, I think. And he'll, at the very least, bring the leadership. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, even though he's a kicker, you know, special teams players are people too. He was a part of that roster. I think he'll bring some decent leadership qualities to hopefully help, you know, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags in terms of um, getting back to it, you know, getting to the, you know, next step.
1: I won't say this now. I mean, I, I know it's way before the season, but And I said it before that, you know, the Jags could be that surprising team. But I I think that this year, maybe more so than not, especially with possibly, you know, Calvin Ridley coming back. I I get it. He also hasn't played for a whole entire year. But honestly, I think that he can be the difference maker for this Jags team. So it would be interesting to see what they can do.
0: I'm willing to bet on that. You think so? Gee, that was a joke. That just went over your head. (laughs) Uh <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, I, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man, but um yeah, we'll see what happens of course. Um we do have Tinkle on this now, of course. Um Yankees fans, um you know, stay classy Yankees fans. Um <laughs> Fernando Tatis comes up to the plate. They chant steroids at him. Um, Tattis nails one out of the park and then as he goes back to play defense, he goes back, he doesn't hear anything from him and he's like, oh, you know, what happened? You know, why so quiet guys, something wrong, you know, just trolling them at that point. Um, so Yankees fans, you know, you just basically got served tinkle on this.
1: Um, the best kind of medicine right there is shutting up you know, the opposing team's fans for chanting something outrageous like that. It,
0: it It's great to shut them up, but at the same time, don't you think it validates some of their points if you just nailed one out of the park after chanting steroids? It kind of does. <laughs> I mean, you actually know it's great you shut them up, but you might have shut them up for like two different reasons. That's what I'm going to get at with that. You
1: a point, and also that, you know, he just nailed it out of the park for a home run.
0: Yeah, so. Oh, man. But interesting, interesting, interesting. So, with that, uh, what's coming up? Uh, no Final Bell this week.
1: Oh, yeah. We we are officially, you know, in pay per view season for May as Under Siege just happened for Impact, and we are getting on to. Um, of course later tonight is double or nothing. So be, you know, if you're looking forward to both of those pay-per-views, will, we'll, we're definitely the show to talk about is, you know, we are officially on the road of double or nothing to the road of, or forbidden door. Um, we talked about it. Marty and I had talked about it before. We will be there in Toronto for forbidden door. Looking forward to it. Um, First AEW pay per view that we're gonna be there. So, so you're gonna be there in two weeks, right? Yeah, in a couple. Hmm. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. So, uh, June twenty fifth. So June 25th. we will be there. Oh, less than a month away. So yes.
0: So you guys might be stuck here with Uncle Brian that week.
1: Yes. So, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, possibly. I mean, unless we can make something happen beforehand yeah
0: who knows maybe you will be able to make something happen from the hotel room. you never know
1: i mean we're leaving we're leaving that sunday so yeah i mean we'll see
0: but um of course that's coming up on no final bell very soon um you know i mentioned please go back and watch yesterday's episode of out of turn four before the indie Uh, 500 of course pre-race has has begun on peacock just as we got started here at 9 a.m um but um that'll trans they'll uh, transition over to nbc in about an hour and 10 minutes so if you're watching the premiere or you're just listening when this uh thing got released at 9 so you know go and watch ours it's only a half hour um but You know, we cover a lot in terms of the Indy 500, of course. um, We also got our Monaco picks for Follow the Leader 1 that's happening right now. (laughs) Um, We had our Coke 600 picks as well um, for later tonight. Um, And then, of course, Tuesday we get to recap all this, um, this wild day in racing. Of course, uh, Memorial Day weekend is, without question, the biggest weekend in all of motorsports, so... We can't wait to recap that all. It's probably going to be a decently length, or a decent length episode, so you will want to tune in. Um, 5 p.m. Eastern, YouTube and Facebook Watch. They're on Wednesday at 5 on YouTube. Um, but we want to thank you guys for watching. And again, thanks to all those who gave the ultimate sacrifice to allow us to do this and allow these athletes to be able to play um under the freedom blanket here um that we have in the united states um and we'll be back next week it'll be the month of june when we're back which means we'll have a, about a month until our break we'll have details on that later once we kind of get it ironed out um but we're, we're getting close to that summer break um but we'll have a few more episodes for you before then um but until then we'll see you next sunday